Uh, so uh, my name is, is Jamin Carter. I'm one of the pastors uh, here at Christ City Church. And we're just going to spend a few minutes in this scripture tonight. Um, and, and one of the things that, that stood out and impressed upon me as I was meditating on these scriptures is that there is a, a powerful sense here in this story of the extraordinary wrapped in the ordinary. Have, have you ever experienced that type of thing? Have you ever experienced something that you thought was going to be incredibly ordinary and then it ended up being an extraordinary moment? Maybe, maybe it was just a sunset that you stumbled upon. Maybe it was a conversation with someone you weren't expecting anything out of, just a, hey, how's it going? And then it turned into something beautiful, something you would even say is extraordinary. Maybe it was a way that your, your family changed in an expected or an unexpected way, adding someone to it, or even losing a, a family member in some way. And you found something that for so often and for so many people and in so many places and times, it seemed completely ordinary, and yet somehow in that moment, it became extraordinary. This is the story here. This is what is happening and taking place. We see something, a woman carrying a child, going about, pushed about by the forces of the world, of this empire, with a census and them having to pick up their things and leave and they get there and there's no room for them and they end up in this other place. Maybe it, may, it might've been even a cave where for animals and livestock. There's many of those today in the town of Bethlehem from those times. But we see this seemingly extremely ordinary situation, a blue collar family um, being pushed around by the forces of the world and yet in the midst of it, the most extraordinary thing was occurring. Christmas is an opportunity for us to wonder about the mystery of how and why God would act in such ordinary ways. When we look at the passage here, um, I, I have to imagine in my mind uh, this journey of of, of Mary and Joseph, and, and there's probably some type of image from a book or, or figurines or something that's, that's uh, frozen in your mind there. But, but one of the things that I was imagining this year that's different than other years was just the type of conversations that might have happened on the way to Bethlehem. They see a, a young pregnant woman and they, they say, oh, that's great. So when did you guys get married? They're like, <laughs> yeah, funny thing about that. Or they say, um, so, uh, so what's, his, what's, what's the name? Do you have a name for the baby? And they're like, well, yeah, we, an angel gave it to us. Name's Jesus. It's just incredible to think about this. It's incredible to wonder at the type of situation that they found themselves in there. And then on top of it, this child, this Savior-to-be is heralded and proclaimed to shepherds. I mean, that's, 
that's like the modern day equivalent of, of the angel showing up at like, like, a, like a plumber's poker game on Christmas Eve. So incredibly ordinary. And, and, and it strikes me here uh, in, in verse 10, the, the conversation or the, the proclamation that the angels give to the shepherds. Uh, they, it says uh, in verse 10, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Angels always have to say that. Don't be afraid. They were terrified. Why would angels show up to plumbers? I mean, shepherds in the middle of a field on a night. Who are, who are we to get this type of visitation? And, and we don't have angels before us tonight, but we do have probably things that we're afraid of. We're probably, some of us, I found myself yesterday with a lot of anxiety as a 37-year-old man with three children and, and a wife about the gifts for Christmas. I never had that before. I thought that's really weird. I'm, I'm so stressed out and worried about are the presents and everything, are they going to work out right? Um, I, I bet there's a lot of things if we extracted them from the minds and hearts of everyone in this room that might get in the way of us being able to find ourselves in a place of wonder and awe. Of, of things that, that we want Christmas to be like. We want the family members to act the right way and not to embarrass us or um, have too much eggnog or that we don't want our kids to like tear through all the presents before we get up in the morning. We're scared of so many little things and that fear can keep us from getting to receive what this moment might have for us. Can you, can you imagine the amount of things that Mary could have been scared of. For one, those conversations with people along the road. Another, not having a place to have her child, her first child with a man she hardly knows. They were just engaged, terrified, I'm sure. Not only that, but it's kind of the pressure of this child's supposed to be the Messiah of the whole world. So please don't mess it up. It's interesting as we continue to read the proclamations of the angels, what they say for the listeners, for the shepherd plumbers. They say in verse 14 here to them, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. thinking about that idea of peace resting. And I hope as we've gathered together, many of us don't even know each other tonight, but I, I pray and I hope that even as we sit here now, even as we continue to celebrate in a few minutes with communion and the lighting of the candles, that we can find enough space free within us to let the wonder of this peace rest upon us, that God would show up wrapped in the ordinary. Because one thing that I think that says to us is that there is nothing about your life 
There's no incident. There's no thing that turns out or doesn't turn out that doesn't matter to this God, to this Savior, the one that we proclaimed in the book of Isaiah would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, and that the government would rest on his shoulders, that this God, the creator, the one in the highest of heavens, the scriptures say, would have a concern or a care if you have an anxiety or a stress about your uncle drinking too much eggnog tonight or tomorrow. I hope I'm not busting any uncles out right now. And so, will we let the peace rest on us? Can we? Because I think that is so much of the invitation being offered to us through this Christmas, through this ordinary seeming event wrapped in the extraordinary. So these shepherds, they, they hear this and and strangely enough, probably because nobody had ever come and told them anything really important like that before, they believed the angels and immediately went to find this Savior and the sign, the sign that these angels, this host of angels gave about the coming Savior and the Messiah of the world is that you would find the baby wrapped in clothes, or if the new King James, in swaddling cloths and in a manger, a feeding trough for an animal. So they hurried and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby. And it says in verse 18 that they had been telling everyone after they saw this, spreading the word, and it said all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Mary didn't know what was going on. She was confused. I, I had a baby, and that baby is the safe, he's, he's God, he's, there's angels telling people about this, there's, and yet she treasured and pondered. She was able to find a space of wonder. What an incredible person that she was. If we could, if we could open up that space. See, it says, it, says, it says many were amazed, but Mary pondered those things. It's easy for us to pick at all of the things that aren't going to go right and haven't gone right in this Christmas season right now. But can we find the space to ponder this moment, this idea that the God that we proclaim, that the one known as Jesus, shows up in the absolute ordinary and makes it extraordinary. In verse 14, as we close this time, we look back at this pronouncement from the angels, it says, glory to God in the highest heaven. 
This is the God coming into a tiny space in the dark in a young woman's belly. The God of highest heaven. But where the peace is brought is on earth. And where the favor can rest with that peace is on us. I pray that we all have the grace to receive the extraordinary and the ordinary of Jesus tonight and in this Christmas season as you see my children running around in the front aisle. <laughs> Malia, sit down. Let's pray. Lord, uh, thank you for this beautiful moment that we get a space and a time to remember the extraordinary thing that you did in the ordinary circumstances of the world and life. And that you invite us uh, to a table of fellowship with you, a table of peace. May we let it rest on us as we stand in wonder and honor and awe of this gift. Amen.